0: Jesus It's time to break some holy bread
1: Grab your coffee and your Bible
0: Good morning. good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today is the 21st day of September, the year of our Lord 2022. This will be Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. Now, i sitting, noticing as we're watching the intro, the kitchen ain't going to look like that when we get back up there, guys. Yes, yeah, for real. The everything. house is totally changed.
1: Well, not totally, but I know. But it that's
0: is. why we're so tired and we're starting a little late each morning because it's hard to get going. Michael here is laid floor these two have been working like crazy Megan on this place
1: Megan has done an amazing job as well Michael's been tutoring sure he knew a lot of stuff but she's learned a whole lot more and she's been busted They both been busting it They're both about busted About busted I couldn't ask for yeah. very
0: Working during the day and then working at night Everybody's a little tired, but it's good to be here. We're gonna sing a song that goes right along with the the Group uh, says these are the ones who came out of great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb.
1: i Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Oh. Bye, sugar. <laughs> I'm so
0: tired. I Thank know. y'all for coming my down little, here. Little zombie people now. My little zombie people. Oh, my goodness. Y'all know what it's like to be working on your house, right? We remodel for a living. That's what we do for a living. That's yeah, but, but, but then you I get like, to get off work is. and come home and do other things.
1: It become
0: like the beautician's hair or the mechanics car it was just like <laughs> yeah right 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 so a couple of updates uh, I have not heard any difference so that means brother Bill will be coming home Bill Cole will be coming home from rehab today hopefully uh, brother Bill is one of the one of our brothers in Church Without Walls who had open-heart surgery and he should be coming home today. Brother Larry uh, came through surgery good, had a hip replacement, and so we want to just give a shout-out to Jesus for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh,
1: let his recovery be
0: swift. Mom slipped my mind. What's my little cousin's name that passed on? Woody. That's Valerie. Woody. Valerie, that's my cousin Valerie, Valerie uh, Carver, uh, who's married to Pat Carver, uh, her son... He's 22, which just a kid to us. Uh, he has passed on, and uh, be having his funeral on Saturday. So this is my cousin's, and uh, just ask you to remember the Carver family, as they've lost their 22-year-old son. Ballinger and family. huh? The Ballinger family. Yeah, and the Ballinger it's family.
1: Just, everyone connected.
0: Yeah. yeah. Amen. Been at this point. Amen. What a what a terrible, terrible. Uh, Time hard time. It's hard to lose our loved ones. It's very hard to lose our loved ones. So so But today we're talking about and we're going to try to recap and should be done with uh, Chapter 7 today Uh, We I sang this song because you may not know But if if you notice this song we sang today comes from the scripture that we in that we are in. Yeah, we I speak. Te- I speak Tennessean. Mm-hmm. So these are the ones who came out of great tribulation, washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And then it says, you know, uh, they, He will lead them to fountains of living water. And So we, you th- talk about being washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing, right, of living waters. But anyway, that's a good old song that I grew up singing all of my life. So as we're thinking about this uh, period of time, one I said yesterday, we read it yesterday, talked about it just a little. want to say a few things. Let's start at number nine again and quickly go through. Now, if you have questions, I was thinking this Friday we may do a Q&A because uh, I know there's some questions that's come in. And one of my favorite things when I'm listening to people is is the Q&A sessions because Sometimes I'll just listen, and there'll be a question that I didn't ask, but I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. So we read about angels holding back the four winds, saying, do not hurt the earth, nor, nor the tree, right? This is chapter 7. The, we ended chapter 6 with, who shall be able to stand, the opening of the sixth seal, The sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Stars fall into the earth. Moon darkened, or moon turning to blood, which is darkened. The sun becoming like sackcloth of hair. These kinds of things. The rich men hiding themselves. And there was a question, who shall be able to stand? And chapter 7 is the parentheses chapter that says, who shall be able to stand? And it starts out with the four angels. And it's just saying... From the four winds, from the four corners of the earth, this is idioms it's used, means from north, south, east, and west. Saying, okay, and there was another angel come from the east, said, don't hurt anything. Don't hurt the, the earth, the trees, the, uh, till we have sealed the servants of God in their forehead. And then we talked about the sealing. I shared with you that I believe we we saw two numbers here, right? We saw 144,000 sealed of the 12 tribes of Israel. And then we seen in verse 9, after this, it listed each one. After this, I looked, he said, and a great multitude, which no one could number. And there's big numbers in the book of Revelation. but He said it's without number. Who are they? He says, of all nations, tribes, peoples, languages. So we're talking about races. We're talking about ethnicities. We're talking about the the language barriers where people talk. Every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every one. Out of each one, they were all standing. And this number was huge. Now, let me say here, quickly that that in my mind I see Jewish believers sealed and then I see a number of what I would call Gentiles why do we see Gentiles because it says nations plural all nations that's what Goyim means now when I read scholars on this area here uh, you know some that I love dearly and they're so much smarter than me and so I'm not saying that what they're saying is not true But, for instance, when you read and they say, well, the 144,000, that number is a representative number of the next number that nobody could number, of all believers everywhere for all time. Now, maybe that's true, but in the words of the man on Old Brother Where Art Thou, who is speaking a slang of the hills of Tennessee, when I read this, that just don't make no sense. He's a Jewish believer sealed. And then out of all tongues, tribe and nations, you have a great people that have stood the test. They were able to stand. Now, another thing, when you say able to stand, you're talking about stand, the mark for the judgments that's about to come. And you're also talking about stand in the face of the Antichrist and the persecution. Whether you call these, simply call these tribulation sites, whichever your theology these guys they stood and to stand means to stand fervent to hold on to faith steadfast to the end if you hold on to the end you are victorious faith is a faith that endures till the end that's what faith is hallelujah in the ceiling of the 12,000 from each tribe You'll notice one of the tribes is missing. Dan is missing. So even though he was in the original number, he's not in the number here. Somebody else took his place because he didn't stand the test of time. Dan became very wicked. And so we see here that out of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, they're standing before the throne of God. They're clothed in white robes. Where'd they get the white robes? They were washed in the blood of the lamb they had palm branches in their hand i said yesterday that is that is saying it's it's giving you the look of tabernacles tabernacles is the feast where you remember god dwelling with his people god's people dwelling with god and so that's the symbolism here is tabernacles salvation belongs to our god who sits on the throne and to the lamb Amen all the angels. I'm in verse 11 all the angels stood around the throne and the elders and The four living creatures all the angels Stood standing ovation The four living creatures fell on their faces before the throne they worshiped God saying amen blessing and glory We read this yesterday, but they are just exalting the Lord then one of the elders answered Who are these arrayed in white robes? Where did they come from? And that's how I'm reading it because he's like, John, who are these? Where did they come from, John? Now remember, John is a Jew. His name is Yochanan, actually. He's a Jewish disciple, apostle of the Lord, the longest living one, mind you. The rest of them have been murdered by this time. And By this time that he's writing this, his people are already scattered. So I think God is giving John a lot of comfort when he sees the sealing of the 12 tribes, from 12,000 from the 12 tribes. Gives this Jewish man uh, a, a good feeling in his heart, there's no doubt. Remember, we're talking about 95 AD here. The temple's been destroyed. Jerusalem has been overrun. By Rome, taken over. The Christians, the believers, have fled out. They, they've left the city. Okay? And now John is seeing in this vision, he is seeing a ceiling of the twelve tribes of Israel. And he is seeing a multitude from every tongue, tribe, and nation, which is giving John the heart. Uh, you know, he's already he's writing this letter to the church, to the churches. But God is showing him the numbers. Nobody can number of what God is going to do around the earth. And I can see John saying, hallelujah. And then one of the elders says, what are these? Who are these? Who are these in the white robes? Where did they come from? And I said to him, this is John. I don't know. Sir, you know, you got more knowledge than me in this vision, right? These are the ones who came out of great tribulation, washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before God, before the throne of God. Serve him night, day and night. It just means continually. They're his servants. In his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. Okay, let's look back over now in chapter 6. When it opened the fifth seal, verse 9, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God which, and for the testimony which they held. They cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood upon those who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each one of them. It was said unto them that they should rest a little while longer, Until the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was complete there. That is we shared this one went through there. There's a set number of martyrs. Everybody are not is not martyrs. Now we're all called to be martyrs. In the spiritual sense, that is to say we're all called to put to death the flesh and to live. A crucified life to where we're not living for us anymore. Hello but we live for the kingdom of God. That's our call. That's every Christian's call to take up the cross every day and follow the Lord. However, not everyone who follows the Lord will suffer what we call martyrdom. But there is a full number that is already known in heaven that there's going to be, and when they're crying out to judge and avenge their blood, they hear, Not yet, not until the full number. John is seeing more the full number. Later, we're seeing the full number here, but you can't number the number. And I want to talk about something I think that we need to say here. It is not normal for martyrs to be calling for judgment to come on those who have hurt them. So this, this deserves just a little bit of talk at least because we are called by the Lord Jesus Christ to pray for our enemies, are we not? To bless them that curse us, pray for them that use and abuse us. That is our calling as Christians. As hard as it may be, that is our call. To love those who treat us wrong. Okay? And not to hurt back. So it's a little strange that these are calling out for judgment and vengeance uh, to avenge their blood. But what I want you to understand is we are talking about a different time period. This time period is not like any other in history. This is what we call the Great Tribulation. And during this time period, things have changed. And there are what we call reprobates. And a reprobate is someone who has absolutely no desire to repent. And so we're in the final time period where there's even a shift in prayers to where there it is okay. Oh Lord, judge those. How long until you judge, you, you bring righteous judgment upon those who are hurting the earth that you have created and your people whom you have created. How long? And so there's a shift in the prayer. Right, and that those prayers are filling up these vials. They're filling up. See, much of this this is something that you can easily miss in the Book of Revelation. The Book of Revelation and the judgments that are that are coming are in cooperation with the prayers of the saints. Saints are praying. These prayers are coming up to God, just like before. All these prayers were given to the Lord, and He opens the seal. Right. Because it was time. He opened the first seal. But there is a fullness of prayer that comes in. When we get into chapter 8, we're going to see that again. There's these prayers that are working in conjunction with the angels and the Lord and the judgments. And it's as if these prayers are bringing forth these judgments, the prayers of the saints. Because it's time to judge and avenge the blood when we get into chapter 8. So I wanted to just make a note of that. They're praying for judgment. That's a little different, but the reason they're praying for judgment is because we're in the great tribulation. That's what we're talking about here. All right, praise the Lord. So, going back, let's see, verse 14, did I miss anything? He they shall neither hunger. Verse 16, hunger no anymore, nor thirst anymore. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. It's just saying they're in paradise now. No matter what they suffered, here's what God is saying. If you think of the book of Job, the end of the book of Job, it was much better than he had ever had before. Well, do that times 10,000, and that's what you have. For these who stood faithful and stood strong, and the face of the Antichrist did not take his mark, Revelation 20 said they will come to life and they will reign with him a thousand years. Hallelujah. They stood strong. They didn't take his mark. And, and and the Lord says, all right, now you're mine. You have stood faithful. You have been faithful in a few things. All they had to do is hold on to the faith. Keep trusting and not turn and take the mark of the beast. Amen. And it says they shall neither hunger no more nor thirst anymore. In other words, God is going to take care of them. They're not even going to get hot. They don't need an air conditioner, and they don't need a heater. (laughs) It's going to be perfect weather for them. The lamb is going to lead them to fountains of living waters. This is just saying paradise, paradise, paradise. And the very last line of chapter 7, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. One of the analogies that we're given in scriptures is a woman who has a child and I can go to Lisa having our children being right beside her when she's crying and yelling and screaming as labor is going. But then when the child comes, what joy, what joy. All that is in the past now. All of that is over with now. God will wipe away every tear from their eye, simply meaning to me He's saying, I've got you, and I'm going to make it all up to you. You stood faithful. You stood the test of time, and now I'm going to make it all up to you, and you will rule and reign with me. Hallelujah. Well, that being said, I think that's a pretty good recap of chapter 7. We get into chapter 8. He's going to open the seventh seal, and it's going to be time for the trumpets to be blown. And so we will get there next week. Matter of fact, the Feast of Trumpets is next week. Did you know that?
1: Amen. How close are we, Mama? Four We're days? Very close. I think it's like the evening Two. of the
0: 25th. We shall have um, be celebrating the, the new year. Hallelujah. We're going to be uh, with the Olive Tree Fellowship uh, Sunday evening in East Tennessee, kicking off Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. It's
1: going to be right. awesome. And the 10 days of all in Yom Kippur. Hallelujah. And then soon followed the Feast of Tabernacles, which we're so looking forward to. I had one question I want to um, address. Brother Charles wants to know where Sarah and Josh are. So uh, Sarah and Josh have gone with Josh's family to spend some time with his maternal grandma. And um, so they're hanging out and they should be back in a couple of days so hopefully by she's spending Thursday, time with josh's Friday. family
0: right mm-hmm. right well it'll be all week i think
1: i think they'll be back on i think she'll be here
0: maybe Friday. we'll see thank you guys for being here uh yes Kay. love overtakes the pain love overtakes the pain thank you bob thank you guys for being here i i really do appreciate it it means a lot to us and you know I gotta wake up the kids, especially when we're going all day and all night. We're working on the house, you know. Uh, I really want to brag on them for getting up and coming down here and singing a song. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Love you too, Lee. Thank all of you guys. I'm going to go back and read all of your comments today. So since Mama came over here, we will say the Lord's Prayer together. Mm-hmm. Amen. Our, Our Father, who art, art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be your name. Your, your kingdom come, your will, will be done. done on on earth earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass trespass against us. And lead us not not into temptation, but deliver us from 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 evil. For yours yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Forever. Amen. Amen. All right, love you guys. Tomorrow morning we're going to open up Revelation 8. It's going to be wild, guys. Love you. Bye.